we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is a. Uh, it is Tuesday, and uh, we're going to have an open forum here today. Of course, uh, uh, as you know, the news is breaking all across the metro area. There's been four shootings in the last 24 hours. And uh, I'm really concerned about the uh, shooting capabilities of our uh, Democrat friends around here. I mean, dude, we got a, l- a lot of near misses and almost. And <laughs> two people got shot in two separate incidents. People got shot in their bed. Suspects unknown. Where they do that at? Well, I guess in Jackson. Uh, I think a grandmother came in and found her grandson had been shot in his bed. Then another is the guy got shot in his legs in his bed. Man, you can't even nod out in Jackson. You're talking about getting caught slipping. Get caught sleeping. Man, the Grim Reaper got a satellite location here in Jackson. Woohoo! Man, oh man. But it's going to be all right. I just don't know when. And of course, you know our our, our youth crimes are uh, are being committed. Uh, <laughs> these young people are getting younger and younger. Of course, you know we had the sixteen year old uh, Biden supporter uh, who attempted to. Uh, I don't know. I guess she had a dispute over how much cheese was on her popcorn there at the popcorn shop in the mall and she tried to regulate the owner of the store and of course he was packing because he said hey i'm i'm just a stone's throw away from jackson and of course uh, uh you know she took one for the team got shot in the leg so now she's got street creds you know uh, after she does her uh probably a couple months in the uh, uh hospital she probably won't do any time but I, I keep trying to tell folks, uh, this is what they call a clue. It's bad enough when our youths, the young men, are running amok and running wild. Our young girls are doing the same thing. Now, they had her. Now, I've heard that, you know, she, he or she, I don't know what the pro, proper pronoun. I don't know what her birth, uh, it's, they, them, uh was born with in terms of a male or female. Uh, but I was told that from the picture, she looks like a girl, but I was told that, that she was actually dressed like a dude. I don't know. You just never know nowadays. I mean, I don't even know, you know how you see a, a, what you believe to be a woman and uh, you're approaching them from behind. They got that long hair and everything. Hey, hey. They turn around. My God. Look like my new bowl. Whoo, Jesus. And I mean, everything ain't what it seems anymore. I mean, some of you folks out there, y'all need, you know, sometimes I just want to just tear the sign off the bathroom door, you know, with the man, with the woman with the dress or the man, and just stick it on that, on the front of their shirt. Y'all need to put an arrow on something up there, let us know which way you're going. I mean, I ain't telling you you can't go. I'm just saying it is confusing. But anyway, it is what it is. This is this is what it's like in 2022. You know, that's one thing about when we had our real president, Donald J. Trump. You know, prior to Donald J. Trump assuming the office of the presidency, we had all that controversy about bathrooms. Who could use what? And then when Trump got in there, all that crap died down. 
And then once we got this, uh, this, uh, this imposter in the White House now, Joe Biden, now we're back to the same foolishness, arguing about uh, gender and, and, and all, just all that kind of foolishness. And you folks want to say that you were not better off under Donald J. Trump. See, it's that level of denial, excuse me, that is adding to my uh, calculus trying to decide about running. It's because, man, you, you got people out here who really don't want to change. There, there's no level of failure, fire, death, or destruction that's going to cause these people to change course. They are hell bent. I mean, they're running around pulling on the board, on the bars and the doors of hell, trying to get in there. They don't want. They don't want life to be better. They want to complain. And we were. We. I mean, life was almost idyllic under Donald J. Trump. I mean, you people didn't have anything else to do but count their money, rest and re, and get dressed and rest and eat and. Figure out what other leisure time activities you want to engage in. And many and many folks chose just to complain about Donald Trump because they had so much free time on their hands because of the prosperity, the real prosperity, not this stimulus money that was flushed through the system. And yet people aren't happy. Boy, I tell you what, you're going to get your comeuppance, you're going to get your lesson in life. As Sister Janet Johnson said, talking about going up Fool's Hill both ways. Up and down. Oh, you're getting ready to learn, baby. But anyway, that's just how I see it. Yeah, uh, we've had four shootings in the last 24 hours. Uh, folks, I keep telling you, it's not going to get any better. These people are in a death spiral. The Democrat Party is a death cult. Nothing grows there. Nothing gets better. Nothing affirms life, and it certainly doesn't affirm the word of God. I was talking with Barbara Mike. And he's, you know, he's, you know, the brother, the brother got, he got a pocket full of scriptures for anything. You tell him hello in the Bible, verse 13, 55, 66, like he's calling out a, a play on a football field, says hello means in Arabic and Hebrew. Bro, I ain't, I just, what's up, man? <sighs> but here's the thing. And I, I try to get across, bro. This is what I don't understand. We got all these people who can quote scriptures and they got their own uh, set up church, 501c3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, the whole nine yards. Everybody working on the problem. And yet we got more of the problem. Work with me here. Help me understand. I'm light-skinned, but I ain't real bright when it comes to these kind of things. Help a brother understand. Why aren't we seeing the needle move? How can we get these chains to move, bro? What do we have to do? Who do we need to say? That's what I'm asking, man. And y'all all telling me about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The Jesus you serve can cure everything from bunions to bad breath, but he can't deal with racism. You can't work around that one. Oh, my God. The weight of it, Kim, the weight has been 400 years. Yeah, 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 whatever. Bro, get you a new God. One who's all encompassing. One who can do it all. You got that Dollar General God looks like because he can't deal with racism. Work with me here. I mean, the message you've been giving us down through the years, he can do anything. But when you face somebody rolling their milky white eyeballs at you, oh, that racism. I got to shut it down. I can't do anything. Can't get my life together. 
Can't do nothing. Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Bro, you just weak. You're a poor example of a man. You ain't built for this stuff. You, you are meant to pick cotton. You need to be under somebody's thumb. You need to have a yoke on your neck. If this is your response, man, ain't nobody trying to hear you. Seriously, with all due respect. It ain't white racism. It ain't, it's you. You don't use your brain cells. You don't have any firepower in your, in, in, in your intellect and you're mad at the world. It ain't nobody's problem but you, bro. But anyway, did you see the interview, by the way? Don Lemon was interviewing some English woman about the queen's death and, you know, the whole night. What's, what's going on over there? Uh, I think she's going to get buried again on the 24th. Man, they must be putting her like 80 feet underground. Yeah, I think she's got another funeral coming up on the 24th. It seems like that's it's going to be some kind of official whatever, you know. But anyway, uh, Don Lemon tells this uh, British chick, journalist or whatever, uh, don't you think they need to pay reparations for all the people they enslaved and raped, pillaged, and all that? And the woman said, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, they need to go back to Africa and find out all those African kings who put those black Africans in cages and had them waiting on us uh, on the shoreline because uh, we didn't go off into the weeds to get them. They were already there packaged up, had UPS stickers on their head. FedEx! She said, those are the ones you need to get the reparations from because they don't want to put you in the trick bag. We saw a good deal. Hmm, labor, half off. Hmm, okay. Give me about a hundred of those. And that's what they did. And then we kept following behind them. We dragging, we carrying this big old fat king all through the weeds and, and, and jungle of Africa on sticks. So he was, his feet didn't have to touch the ground. And he telling us to carry him to the shoreline. And then he put us in cages when he get there. And we get in them. Bruh. I, I hate, hey, man, this is going to bust your bubble. But if that's your mindset, you're supposed to be enslaved. Because I'm going to tell you now, I, I would have been fighting. Hey, wait, go where? No, no, Hoss, I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 no. I ain't getting on no boat. Nope, 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 nope. But it's a carnival cruise, bro. They going to they gonna see Ray Charles. <laughs> Flip Wilson. Used to, look, the bottom line is, if you don't want to be enslaved, you don't want to be subject to uh, people mistreating you, straighten your back up. You fools are drowning in a foot of water because you face down in the water, and I'm screaming at you, hey, man, just stand up, dog. Roll over and stand up. And you're telling me you ain't going to roll over and stand up until I recognize the fact that white people put you in that position. They pushed you in the water. Well, Hoss, like I told you yesterday, hey, I don't have a dog in this hunt. Now, you can drown. I'm just telling you how to, how to come out of your situation since you're complaining about it. But now, if you don't want to do it, drown. We're cleaning out the gene pool. This is, this is good for climate change. We got one less bell to answer, one less fool to deal with. Kim, I just can't believe you call these people fools and things like that. Bro, what? I'm not Willy Wonka. I can't sugarcoat this, bro. You lacking, man. D don't take it personal. Take it as advice. Get on the good foot. Our number 601-879-0002. Going to have some fun here today. Uh, as I said before, uh, there's been some shootings going on out there. And uh, it's pretty much getting, fact, folks, <laughs> you're taking your life in your hand in Jackson. Chokwe Lumumba, uh, uh, his administration has just been a disaster. Now, once you go black, bruh, 
he gets worse from there. I know it's hard to believe. And all you people have been telling us all these years about all we need is some, we just, you know, we, we need to be in control of our own destiny. Okay. Mm, I'll tell you what, you know, I ain't trying to be color struck or blind or whatever. I'm just saying, dog, we ain't cutting the mustard, man. Can you, I mean, when you're talking about governance, uh, can we get this in white? Because this black ain't working for a brother. This just don't go with my skin color or something, man. Give me, speaking of white boy Bob, hat tip the white boy Bob. Got the water running back normal. That's right, folks. White boy Bob stepped in, fixed the water situation here in the city of Jackson. Got the pressure, got the boo-boo out the water. Now people scared of drinking because it's clear water. I can see right through it. It's a scam. This ain't the water we used to. Thank you, white boy Bob, Tate Reeves, and all those from the. And matter of fact, I rode past the stadium the other day. Not the stadium. Uh, what's that on Lakeland Drive? The baseball field, the Hank Aaron Complex. And they had a, a sign up there thanking Lamumba. They had, thank you, Mayor Lamumba, Mima, and whoever, somebody else, for getting the water. Lamumba ain't did nothing stood in the way. But anyway, I mean, you know, go ahead and get a brother, whatever, you know, if that's what he needs to get his eagle stroke. But, bruh, you, you the problem. You're the sirest mayor we ever had. I know your dad is turning over in his grave. I can't believe I had this idiot. And he come behind me and messed up my name. You need to go back to your uh, uh, slave name. Joe Talaferro or whatever, whatever it was. But anyway, our number 601-879-0002. Let us t- All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. And... Folks, I need to, I guess, uh, as a public service announcement and an ad, uh, remind folks, Two-Gun ta- two Tactical is available, folks, for all your firearms training needs. That's right, folks, located at 667 Casey Drive and Flowood Drive there in uh, Flowood, right off Highway 80. You can't miss it, folks. Now, for those of you Jacksonians and your shot just isn't good at, and you need to be better. You know, ammo's expensive, so you need to be able to take them out. With whatever you can, okay? If you got a, five, a revolver, you got five rounds, you need to be that good with five rounds. But anyway, Two-Gun Tactical, they have a one-day course for Mississippi Enhanced Permit class. This is a one-day course uh, designed to teach students how to safely use a handgun. It covers different types of pistols and revolvers, how they operate, pros and cons of each type, and the proper ammunition for each. This course covers the importance of being aware of your surroundings, situational awareness. That means your head's on swivel when you're in Jacktown. In- introduces defensive firearm concepts and covers the legal and ethical aspects of carrying and using a firearm in defense of yourself and others. All right, and then they also have a ladies-only pistol class, Beginner's Welcome. This is a three-hour class. It's designed to help familiarize new shooters with the safe operation and handling of handguns. At the completion of the course, attendees will be properly uh, will be able to properly load and unload, fire, and clean their handgun. Range time is included with this course. Now, ladies, I will tell you this here and anyone else, uh, teaching you how to clean your gun is also important. It really is. And uh, not all uh, training classes will give you that information. So two-gun tacticals is ahead of the curve when they do that. So take this opportunity. Just because somebody gave you a gun, you have a gun at the house, you own a gun, you need to learn how to use that gun, what it sounds like when it goes off, what it feels like when it goes off, etc. So, again, take this opportunity to go over there. You may find out, hey, that's not the gun for you. And you don't want to find out when you need it that, hey, this is not the gun for me. So, again, take advantage of this. TwoGunTactical.com. 
Uh, you can check them out on the web and check out the classes there at that time. The number over there is 790-2486, 601-790-2486. Let's go to Mobile. Bob. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you know, if all of Don Lemon here's interviews was as entertaining as that, I wouldn't mind him staying on CNN. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd watch the show more often then. <laughs> wow. He was expecting her to be another um, typical white liberal yep. that uh, just takes it and uh, takes it. Uh, he said, mentioned reparations. She just folds and agrees with him. And that woman took it right to him yep. and read him the ride egg and taught him history. <laughs> she said, I'm trying to educate you, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, interview that uh, Don Lemon had with the lady from Brit- uh, Britain. And then, uh, again, so look, folks, here's the thing about this whole reparation thing. Black folks, if you wanted reparations from America, you had enough votes. You you have enough votes in Congress to get it done. You could tell them there ain't going to be no U- Ukraine aid until we get reparations. Black folks won't stand up for themselves. That's why a, a man that won't stand up for himself needs to get dogged out. You need to be ground under the foot, okay? Because you're weak, and we need to clean the gene pool out of weak men. Get rid of you. Bye. Or tell the country, okay, go get us our reparations from those African kings. There you That's go. That's all in the first place. Yeah. Most people's attitude about where how slaves got to this country and belief happened when they're after the movie Roots. That's mm-hmm. when, you know, when they entered into America's consciousness to a, a large degree of the African slave trade. And what they showed in that movie was just some white people coming across on a ship with a bunch of nets dragging Kuta Kente, uh, grabbed grab him in there and dragged him to the United States. And that's how they believed Kuta Kente got here. And right. all the rest of them got here. Right. Man, when the British got to Africa, the African kings had a concierge service, man, getting folks out there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll, we'll come to you. you get back. That's right. And the matter of fact... <laughs> Many, many, much of the black leadership today seems like they're descendants of the kings who sold us into slavery. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Talking about Same philosophy. Yeah, I mean, look at Chokeway. He's selling everybody. He don't care whether or not we have a glass of water, can wash our face or anything else. And he's just like all those set-aside Negroes who screwed us on the water. These people don't care. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that woman could have taught a class. Uh, she be teaching in the school to teach these kids this. Yes, the average kid, or white or black, how black these guys, they don't have a clue about the African slave trade and what really went on and all the races that really were involved in it. They think <laughs> oh, the slavery didn't exist until white people started it back mm-hmm. in the 17th, or oh, 1619, that's what they say? Right. 1619, when white people started. Before there, there were no slaves anywhere in the, in the world, even though you, you're talking about Moses and the, and the Israelites and all that. Uh, well, they don't the about say they were slaves. Uh, well, uh, yeah, they'll just slough that off. You don't even think about it. Slavery didn't start until 1619 or whenever white people decided to start enslaving people. <laughs> and, it's, and it's totally ridiculous. Like that woman said, hey, not only did you, your folks sell it to us, but we wanted them to stop. They didn't want to stop. <laughs> we had to go and make them stop selling them. <laughs> yep, and lost a lot of lives doing it. They paid uh, uh, people uh, for their uh, uh when they forced the uh, uh, slave owners to release their slaves, they paid them and said, okay, here, okay, we just want you to stop doing this here. And here's the thing. As I said before, there's enough blacks in Congress right now. 
if they wanted anything, because Congress is where they hold the money, Congress controls the purse string. If black caucus members and black people wanted it, all we have to do, like I said, we're drowning in a foot of water. All we have to do is stand up and be men and women, and we can get it. We won't do it. We won't speak up for ourselves. What we want is the right to complain. We don't want answers. We want to complain. Righteous. Well, and it shows more division in the country. It's just, again, it never makes us come together as a country, as a people. Black, blacks, white, all, all race, to come together as a people. It's just another uh, instrument to wield over people's heads about it. Nobody's owed reparations for slavery. Slavery was the condition of humanity during that time. I'm sorry, that's, how, that's what people did to each other, enslave each other. And the more this country belonged to the Indian, this country did not belong to the Indian. Oh, well, Robert, what about all the reparations we paid to the United States paid to the Indians? Well, that was stupid. They shouldn't have done it. Indians weren't on any reparations either. They, that was another one of the many stupid things that this country did was pay reparations to the Indians. Sorry, when you can't can hold on to what you got, you lose it. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's the game, baby. That is the game. You know, I'm of that same mindset. Bro, if you can't hold it, you're going to lose it. And I got, I got a text here from one of my listeners, Larry. He said, before you pay reparation, you'll burn this damn thing down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the way people, when they, if you talk, and especially down with inflation, you want to be able to show you more money? <laughs> Look, the bottom line is, you know, and I was watching a video coming up here, and I just clicked on it, and, and it's some George Soros-funded group look trying to uh, uh, do away with our Constitution and go with a direct vote. On, on issues, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, uh, and I'm listening to these things, and I'm saying, you know what? This whole notion that, and these people paint themselves as being so self-righteous or so righteous because uh, they're not uh, willing to conquer people through uh, 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 physical conquest. They just want you to do the right thing by them and give up power because otherwise we're going right. to make you feel bad about yourself. And I'm telling white folks, hey, don't feel bad. If you got the roll-up on fools again, do the same thing again because a weak man don't need to be in the gene pool. Clean it out. Black, white, or sky blue, green. Get rid of them. Every and, white person needs to have that one. Oh, if you get a chance on your show later, would you mind if you could play it? I'd like to hear it again. I imagine your audience might like to hear it again. You did a great job of explaining what she said, but actually hearing her and the expression on Don Lemonhead's face was just priceless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I wasn't expecting you to actually push back with logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real quick before I go, did you see the, um, I saw on the, on the, on the morning my internet site, so I like to watch, where a, a federal court upheld Texas's uh, yeah, uh, ban on, you know, on, on, on tech companies banning uh, free speech. Right. And, uh, you know, banning, you know, banning political speech, you know, uh, people's opinions. Right. Uh, I guess it might make it to the Supreme Court. If it does that, maybe we can get these tech companies finally stop banning you and other people because they don't like what you say. That's right. You have, people have a right. If it's an opinion, they have a right to express it, even if it's the most vile, you think it's the most vile, disgusting opinion in the world. They still have a right to say it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the Texas, uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a Texas uh, law that was just passed basically banning the uh, social media companies from uh, uh, canceling folks and, and uh, canceling their speech, et cetera. Folks, this is going to spread like wildfire because under state law, companies that violate that will be subject to uh, 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 fines and fees and lawsuits. And you know California going to jump on all these broke states. Oh, and then you got Google and all these folks with billions of dollars. See, the market, this is what I'm telling you, folks, same thing about COVID. 
All you got to do is unleash the lawyers. Put the locusts on them, baby. <laughs> Put on locusts with the bar cards. Oh, yeah. Things are going to change eventually. Thanks, it should have happened a long time ago, unfortunately. Republicans, when we come playing games like the, they're playing the games like this, they are slow and stupid. The Democrats would have done this a long time ago. Not only should it be Texas and Florida, Florida's trying to do it next. It should be every so-called rich state in the country should be doing this. Right, right. It's just a matter of time, brother. It's going to get around. Even, right. even these foot draggers here in Mississippi will finally get it. Get it uh, once they realize that the attorney general will be able to sue these folks and go out and put some money in the coffers that they can uh, build some volleyball courts with. Hopefully, <laughs> let's take a break. All right, man. Appreciate you, Mobile. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back. It's Tuesday and it's open line today. And uh, uh, I want to remind you, folks. You know, let's face it. You're a good person, but you had some uh, hard times. Times are getting harder under this administration. Uh, and maybe you found yourself in a bad situation financially. Maybe it's not even your fault. But either way, you're in over your head financially. A Chapter 7 bankruptcy or Chapter 13 debt consolidation may help you. You need the advice of attorney Michael Pond. That's right. For over 30 years, Michael Pond has helped financially struggling people in the Jackson area. Your solution starts with a free consultation from Mike. Michael Pond can help you. Learn more at this website, Jackson MS Bankruptcy. Dot com. That's JacksonMSBankruptcy.com. Remember, bankruptcy was put into law, in the Constitution and into law, for your benefit to help clean the slate. Look, companies do it. People do it. It's just called a reset. Just get yourself together. And then, you know what? Do the seven, if they allow you to do the seven, and be done with it. If you can do the 13 and, you know, walk it on. But the bottom line is, uh, life is a jump rope. And you're jumping rope. Sometimes you don't get it every time. You got this restart, and this is going to be your opportunity to do that. Michael Pond can help you. That's JacksonMSBankruptcy.com. And, again, folks, our economy, the housing is just in the tank right now because of the policies of Joe Biden. Our country is being, being dismantled. I told you the election wasn't just stolen. Our country was stolen. Chris Ray, the Department of Homeland Security, Benny Thompson, Michael Guest, uh, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, any of these folks who tell you America first is the enemy of America, Donald Trump's the enemy of America, magazine, these are the people who are destroying this country. Ask yourself, then what do they mean if they don't believe in what the Oath Keeper stands for, if they don't believe what America stands for, what is it? Where are we going with this? You got the FBI targeting the Oath Keepers because the Oath Keepers believe in people keeping their oath. So what does that tell you the FBI believes in? Folks, I'm telling you, our country is not going to hold together. Like I said before, you know, we talk about, uh, you hear me talking about running for me. I don't even know if the country is going to hold together that long as we know it. There's a food crisis. When I say food crisis, There'll still be food available. It's just going to be so expensive that we people are going to be <coughs> forced to start jacking folks. And I'm going to tell you folks out there right now, guess who's going to have resources and money at their house? Politicians. Because they're the ones who've been selling us out. They've been taking money under the table. So when you get down on your last nickel, 
and you're looking at your bambinos and you ain't got nothing to feed them, just remember that politician's got cash stashed somewhere in their house because they've been stealing from us. That's what all this is about right now. They're robbing the U.S. Treasury with the expectation that when everything crashes, It's going to be like a game of Monopoly. You know, when you play Monopoly and somebody gets so far out front with owning all the properties and you just get tired of playing because you can't, you know, you can't move around on the board. They reset it and you start a new game. That's what's happening right now. So they're people who are taking all this money, who are still on taking these bribes and as, as government officials and administrators and things like that. You know what they're doing? They're buying assets. They're going to be like owning Park Place and uh, uh, all those hotels and uh, Folks, this is what's happening right now. You ain't got to believe me. Give this stuff about six months. Give, give about six months. 18 months tops. Baby, we're going to be looking. And I'm going to tell you right now, and, I, and listen to what I'm saying. I'm not going to be found wrong on this. I'm not going to be found wrong on this. Like I said, they didn't just steal the election. They stole the country. For what they did, the firing squad is the only requirement That'll be available to those who try these folks for what they've done. Now, these people who stole the election and stole the country are holding levers of power right now. They're prosecuting their opponents. Do you think that they're going to release that power back to the people and be subject to the firing squad? Would you do it? Isn't that the same thing we're talking about, about reparations? That if you get caught slipping, if your behavior, your performance, if your fight ain't up to the snuff, then you're going to be washing some man's dirty drawers in prison or you're going to be picking somebody's cotton out here in the free world. If you as an American don't value your freedom enough to throw the yoke off of, of, of the uh, uh, oppressor here in this country at this time, hoss your kids and your grandkids going to live under their thumb. Ain't no more complicated than that. That's why what I was telling you yesterday about how I see things, just like I was, I was using Jeff Sessions as the example. Jeff Sessions, known for his moral rectitude, personally. Everybody knew him as a good man, a good godly man, good Christian man, yada, yada, yada. But when he saw the wrongdoing of others, he choked. When he was in a position as attorney general, to say, no, you're not going to prosecute this president on these bogus charges. I'm shutting this investigation down. He did nothing. But he was smug in his rectitude, went back to Montgomery, Alabama, and joined the good life. But look at our nation now. Evil is running amok. That's why I'm not impressed by those folks who are soft-spoken, who can quote scripture backwards and forth. Don't get me wrong. That's good for you, and that's good for your relationship with God. I don't diminish that. Don't have anything to do with it personally. But I will say this here. I've seen you people operate time and time again. I've seen you choke. Because you say, I'm saved. But I think about those men who suited up in that armor and came out of Europe and went down to the Mideast on those crusades and put a whooping on the Muslims who were trying to take over Jerusalem and uh, take over the Holy Land. They loved the Lord as much as you did. Those men who slept in the rice paddies of Vietnam, killing off the enemies of America, freedom or whatever they were told they were doing, they loved the Lord just as much as you do. 
but they also knew that somebody had to suit up and go to the perimeter to protect others. But no, not you. Not you, Jeff Sessions. You want to sit there in your moral rectitude with your head high and watch all that evil unfold and descend on our country and you do nothing. No, I don't doubt your place in heaven because God is honorable. He's going to keep his word. But look what you left the rest of mankind to. Look, look what you left your grandkids to. No, I'm not going to do that. I think about our founding fathers <clears throat> and how many of you out there today drop salt, cast aspersions, and look askance at them and how they weren't perfect men and they were slave owners and yada, yada, yada. But you know what? The criteria by which you judge those men, God obviously didn't do the same. Because look how he blessed the work of their hands. And I think this is what I think. I think he blessed the work of their hands primarily because they had sense enough to consecrate this country to God. Say, Lord, we give this country to you in honor of what you've done for us. And because of his promiscuous grace, he just continues, despite of who we are. And if you can look at the flaws of those men and raise your eyebrows and say they weren't good enough, yada, 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 I would just say, look at their fruit. And then I ask you to look at your fruit. You can spit scriptures from now into doomsday, backwards and forwards, in Hebrew and Greek. Where's your fruit? Look at Jackson. It's a mess. We got churches on every corner. Every other person is a minister of something or another. Where's the power? Those racist white men, as you call them, laid down the foundation of a country that in only 200 years advanced civilization over 5,000 years. But they were slave owners. But you know what? We are all something. We all have specks in our eyes, mud on our shoes, fall short of the glory of God. But God had favor on them and you can't stand it. And you want to you want to destroy the blessings that was bequeathed to you through their hard efforts and the efforts of all those who followed them. And you come up here and got nothing to replace with the evidence. We can't even keep the water on here in Wakanda. And we think black pride is going to carry today. It's not us. Black folks, we're headed for a Jonestown. We're going to be destroyed. You see all those scenes of, of, of blacks doing all these different crimes. Kim is, you know, white people do it too. Hoss, I understand that. But you know what? I got one of the worst whoopings in my life from my mom and my parents for saying this here about what other people did. We don't do that. You don't care. You want inclusion you want equity that's going to take you straight to hell hoss and once these new world order folks get done working their dope boy magic and taking over control of this country by killing off christian patriots and rednecks to the best of their ability the remnant which they won't be able to do but this don't doesn't mean there won't be bloodshed black folks are coming for us because we add no value that was the whole story behind esau and jacob God told us, told Rebecca, there's two people in your belly. One's going to serve the other. We don't add value to anything we get. We didn't add value to the mayor's office. We didn't add value to the city of Jackson. 
And all these preachers out there can't see it because they're taking money for themselves. Because their salvation is assured because of God's grace and mercy and his promise. Yeah, they'll be up there, right in what, a, what up on the, on the dais with God. But as a shepherd, all those dead sheep that ended up in shepherd's pie, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't say what God will or won't do. Because like I said, I'm going to be there looking for grace and mercy too. But I'm just telling you, what we're doing is not going to work. And black people, black Democrats in particular, the reason why this country is coming off the wheels, because we lost our moral authority. We were the moral force in this country. And now look at us now. Look at us now. Ain't got no power. No power. We got churches on every corner. And what a, what's not a church is a nonprofit ran by the church in the next building. Where's the power? Our kids still running them up. Because we don't have the strength of character to say, we ain't doing that here. No, it's anything goes. Kamala Harris spoke to the uh, Miss, I mean, the uh, uh, National Black uh, Convention down there in Houston. And they gave her a standing ovation as she cheered on a pro-abortion, kill the babies speech. These people are sick. They have no power. And they're going to bust hell wide open. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is Don Lemon talking to a British a journalist about the uh, reparations. Well, this is coming when, you know, there's all of this wealth and you hear about it comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity budget cuts and so on. And then you have those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism. And they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back and uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are you know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when that crossed the entire world, when the slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished sla uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll continue to, to discuss in the future. So remember the impact of the spy. Don Lemon here. Whoo, look at the time. Look at the time. Folks, you can shut these fools down. They're not going to be any. If, if black folks want a reparation, all they have to do is stand up against uh, their Democrat handlers. Black folks would prefer to be Democrats before they do right, before they follow Jesus, before they look out for our kids. We're just not going to do anything. Think about it. We mad at everybody in the country, but Democrats. White Democrats in particular. And they're the ones who did all this crap. Not just the black folks. To everybody. <laughs> Ain't no substitute for being a man, baby. None at all. We'll be right back.